0: seasons greetings more like seasons compliments because compliments are guaranteed after making the leap to skincare with Caldera Lab and i'm talking about how you look today and 20 years from now the results are incredible in little time min skincare and caldera lab are the perfect pair for you to look and feel your best super easy to add to your morning and nightly routine clear skin less wrinkles and signs of aging enough said Calera Lab Skincare. Join the 100,000 men who trust Calera Lab to show your best first impression this autumn. Get 20% off with the promo code SEVEREMMA MMA over at CaleraLab.com. I've been using Calera Lab now for a good while, and you know me and Graham are staying up late. We're watching flights, and we need it at night, and we need it in the morning, and it really does help out. Caldera Lab creates high-performance men's skincare products, and the regimen is exactly what you need to start that all off. It leads to their product line. It's a a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Caldera Lab knows the skincare world is heavily female-driven, and it's been the wild west for men for a long time. That's why they're here, just to make everything simple. So the regimen includes three products, the Clean Slate, base layer, and the Good. Very easy. Clean set, start your day. It's a face wash, leaves all skin types refreshed. The base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence. And in the good is your go-to, before you go, too bad. It's a multifunctional serum at night that helps your skin look tighter and smoother, as well as helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. Every drop of the serum is packed by tr- packed with three point four million antioxidant units, protecting your skin. And the Claire Lab Icon Serum as well. That's absolutely brilliant. It addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye, fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness, which I know every MMA fan needs. Calera Lab is a leader in men's skincare, made only with the top tier ingredients. Clinical trials uh, have found 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger appearance after using Calera Lab for a few weeks proven one minute morning and night is all it takes to reduce your wrinkles fine lines and sides of aging so this is a deal just for our audience exclusive deal you're not beating this offer use the promo code severe mma at CalderaLab.com. And get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with the promo code SEVERMA at Caldera Lab.com to make unforgettable first impressions with the best gift this holiday season. 20% off at CalderaLab.com with the code severemma. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the MMA Trivia Championship. It's the world's first MMA trivia card set. 500 of the hardest questions from the world's toughest sport. Featuring questions from across the MMA world, including UFC, Pride FC, Bellator, PFL, WC and Strikeforce. Do you have what it takes to become an MMA trivia champion? Dive into 500 of the most formidable MMA questions ready to push you and your friends to the limit. Perfect for the MMA fanatic in your life this Christmas. Prove who amongst you is the real MMA trivia god. Order online now at MMATriviaChampionship.com and receive a Christmas discount. That's MMATriviaChampionship.com Hardcore or casual, it's time to throw down. If you would like to support the podcast and get some extra content while you're there, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Severe MMA Podcast and sign up from the rewatch to the Q&A. We will have loads of content every week. So sign up, Patreon.com forward slash Severe MMA Podcast. And now... Here's the podcast. Graham McDonald is an idiot. Sean Sheehan
1: of severemma.com. He even has the audacity to call himself the, quote unquote, pod god. This is severe Severe MMA. 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 The Severe MMA podcast is finally here.
0: Welcome to the Severe MMA podcast. Here's your host, Sean Sheehan. Welcome, welcome everybody. Happy New Year from the severeum MMA podcast. My name is Sean Sheehan, the pod god, the awards king. Joined today by the RG Simon of Irish MMA media, Graham McDonald. Graham, you're a fucking snake like RG Simon. That's what I'm saying here. Uh, oh, uh, still in Brazil. How, how are you getting on? When I say still in Brazil... We're obviously recording this a lot earlier. It's not, it's not actually the new year yet as we're recording. It's a new year for everybody listening, apart from maybe those on Patreon who get this a little bit early. But, Graham, how is it? Roasting on Brazil. It's it's, it's roasting, 8 yeah. degrees. here. am not
1: up fan to, to record this, so I'm going to be even more disgustingly sweaty by the, by the end of it, probably.
0: Not all heroes wear capes, Graham, do <laughs> 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 i um, Today we are doing the awards show So um, it's always fun to go through the awards uh, Do you know what? It's been a lot easier to go through the awards this year It's, it's always When you come towards this uh, It's you know, uh time of the year, I always have to, like, go back through the Sherdog pages, the Wikipedia pages, and all of that. See, oh, what what was on that card? What was good? But this year, we've kept an ongoing list of all, like, the nominations and stuff, so it made it so much easier. I think the only obvious one we missed out on that we had to, like, say, oh, fuck, was uh, Patchy Mix for non-UFC fighter. And you're like, oh, yeah, Jesus, he definitely should have got nominated. Did he win? We'll see in a minute. But, um... Yeah, overall, I think the, we had a good system this year. Uh, there was a lot less work needed to be put into it by the end of the year. And also, I think a lot of us, because we have been keeping the awards uh, nominations going, I think we all had a fair idea of who would and who should win the awards. So I'm happy enough with it. How, how did you find it this year, Graham? It was, it was an interesting year, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. It seemed, uh, thinking back, I think there was a few more kind of ones I was, I was kind of, the last few years I was kind of unsure about and had to kind of think more about it. This one, it seemed relatively straightforward i think
0: indeed um right let's get into it. let's announce our award winners if you just want to read the awards or whatever they're over on uh they're over on severum.com they will be on this post uh so you can uh you can see them there as i said but let's uh we'll talk about them oh, yeah, okay first of all the who voted on the awards everyone voted i think um Yeah, everyone voted basically on all the awards. Maybe there were one or two people who didn't vote on the Irish MMA awards, which is fine. Uh, But these are people who voted. So um, obviously myself and Graham both voted. Uh, Andy Stevenson. uh, Sean Dinney voted. Uh, Kapoza, our guy who knows everything about worldwide MMA. Tia Lander, who's covered loads of MMA for us this year. Uh, Queen Shadabara, obviously on the old triangle. Harry Powell. Uh, who everybody knows and uh, and Ian O'Neill as well so that was our voting panel for this year I've, I've, we've had some other people vote down two years obviously we had Kyle Bender before we had Philip O'Connor before and um, you know maybe we'll have them back on again but I feel like you know there was more of a, um, a I think because the awards we had them like ongoing in our Google document this year and we had like a fair idea of where the thinking was I think we kind of made the decision to, to keep it more in-house this year, along with Kaposa, who, you know, I've, I'm always chatting about with the awards and stuff anyway. So uh, I'm happy with the panel. I think it's a good panel. And I think there were, there were, there was only, I think there was only one errant vote this, this, uh, this year, <laughs> which didn't count anyway. So it's, it's all good. Um, let's, uh, let's get into it. And let's announce the 2023 Severe male Fighter of the Year. And that was Islam Makhachev. Um... It was almost unanimous for Islam Akashev. Uh, there was a vote for Sean Strickland, and there was a, a vote for uh, Leon Edwards as well, so both of them were, I think the obvious, probably two and three, some of the other people that were uh, were nominated, Patchy Mix, which I just mentioned, which we thought of in the fighter of the year, but we forgot about the non-USC fighter of the year, which made no sense, Um Pantoja, Sean O'Malley, Alex Pereira, uh, Ian Gary, Impa Kasang and I had a great year, as well as, you know, uh, the, the aforementioned Sean Trickland, Leon Edwards, and John Jones as well. Dimitri Shanson, and Nibon only had one fight, but I think they were they were right up there. Issa Makashiev for me, when you beat the pound for pound number one fighter or in a unanimous decision, you find him again, okay, with short notice, and then you finish him. The second time uh I was talking about Volkanovsky as one of the greatest fighters of all time, the closest thing we've ever seen to Dmitry Shanson uh, and then Mikachev beats him twice. I think for me, I think it was clear and obvious this year. Although you know Strickland Edwards and others had great years. What, what was your thinking? Yeah.
1: I actually went for Strickland because of how how shocking and how like he absolutely destroyed Izzy just so unexpectedly and you know how improved he was uh, from what I thought he was gonna look like and you know, obviously, uh, Islam is hard to argue with as well. But I think, you know, uh, it was more of a close fight, the first one with Volkanovski, even though I think Islam did win. And the second one, Volkanovski just wasn't, it wasn't really the, the real Volkanovski, in my opinion. A lot of that is down to Islam, so it is hard to argue. But uh, for me, the the way Strickland stepped up to the occasion and the way he, he dropped Izzy hard and just dominated him for the whole fight, I thought that was... that was a. Uh, that
0: was my that was my vote. Yeah, it's a fair vote. I I think he definitely has a uh, you know a possibility of winning. He also beat Imavov and Abus uh, this year as well, so he has uh, more variety wins. I was talking to someone about it last night and I said to him like oh, who 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 should who would your fighter the year be? And he said uh, Sean Strickland as well and I got really and I was like, oh, I was I, I I thought almost everyone would say Mikashev, to be honest. And now they did, I was seeing our votes, but um, and he was like, "What? what's your reason, my Makachev? And I kind of said, like, okay, Imavov and Abbas good wins for Strickland and easy. But, like, could you argue that Israel Adesanya is a better fighter than Alexander Volkanovsky? And I would say no. If you did, you'd be silly, to be honest. You'd be just taken away in the hype. Now, as you said, Strickland beat him way worse than Makachev beat Volkanovski the first time anyway. Um, And he's
1: like, you know, his first time stepping up to a different weight class. And, and, you know, we know it isn't easy to step up to a weight class. We've seen it done like only a handful of times uh, successfully. And, you know, uh, and Volkanovski did put up a really good fight the first time. But as, as I said, like, you know, it was really a kind of toss-up between the both of them, and, like, I kind of knew that most people were kind of vote for Islam uh, while I was going for Sean, anyway.
0: Yeah, it, it's definitely an interesting one. I, I, the, the kicker for me, if you, like, if you are to say who should win between them I just do think Volkanovski being like a clearly better fighter than Adesanya would, would just take it from me but as you said look he, did fight, he didn't he did fight anyone who was a lightweight this year so it's it's a bit tough and I, I think another one two people I just want to give a quick mention as well I already mentioned but Alex Pereira like he lost Izzy and that probably was the reason he didn't win it but stepping up win a second title you know being Jamblachovic being Yuri Brachka that was like an unbelievable run for him yeah, and absolutely. you know the loss
1: and if he hadn't you know he was winning the fight until he lost and if that punch hadn't landed obviously he was oh, he, he it beautifully and got the finish but if he hadn't uh, it would have been clear and obvious I think
0: If he'd won that and then gone up and beaten Yann and Yuri oh there's there's no debate at all it would have been 100% Alex Pera and the other one is uh, is Patchy Mix because like he beat Rafael Stotz, who's one of the best bantamweights in the world and he beat Sergio Pettis who was just coming off a destruction of Patricio Pitbull like Patchy Mix had an unbelievable year and you know this is not the UFC fighter of the year, this is the MMA fighter of the year, and um, Patchy Mix, I, I, I I'd nearly argue that Patchy Mix should be second in, in this after Makachev, but anyway, our award winner is, uh, is Islam Makachev, and congratulations to him. Our second award also goes to Islam Makachev, it's the fight of the year, and his fight with Alexander Volkanovsky at UFC 284 takes the win there. Um, Again, was almost unanimous. We had two people who didn't vote for that. Both of them voted for Pantoja versus uh, versus Moreno too, um, which was obviously a, a great fighter as well. But I. I just I was thinking back on, on the Islam versus Volkanovsky fight, Graham, and I remember Harry waxing lyrical about it, saying that we'll very rarely see a fight with this high level. And I was I was writing up the awards uh last night and I was thinking to myself, right, so we had an extremely high level throughout the fight between two champions in a genuine super fight, in a fight that Kept us on the edge of our seats throughout it. This wasn't just like a, it was a a technical chess match, right? But an exciting technical chess match. And that, that's one of those things that is very, very hard to replicate where you have two champions, where it's going to be so even, where it's a genuine super fight, when it's genuinely exciting and when it's genuinely high level in terms of technique. It was, this is, it's, it's an all timer, Graham, really, isn't it? I think. What do you think?
1: yeah it was brilliant you know obviously there's the you know Volkanovsky, as you said was the pound for pound number one at the time and and islam has obviously you know established himself as a champion now so we don't get to see that kind of that kind of super fight that often and when we do you know sometimes it doesn't doesn't it isn't as maybe exciting as it is on paper but i think this one fully lived up to uh all the hype and all, you know, and it was a really, there's really close rounds and a really close fight. Um, you know, one big strike or one big moment, uh, in in a round or two could have swung it. And Volkanovski could have made history. So there was a lot on the line, a lot of jeopardy. And it is great to, you know, have a super fight in, in quotations or whatever, um, live up to it. And you know, obviously the the second fight went a lot went a lot differently. But I think this fight, you know, uh. It's it's hard to kind of argue another one. Um, Islam obviously, you know, our fighter of the year, our fighter of the year, and Volk, as you said, the uh, or at the time the, the the number one pound for pound. So I think, yeah, I think that one was quite obvious.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Next one is submission of the year, and this one was, I think, the least obvious <laughs> award of the year. We had uh many, many Let me just one, two, three four five, I believe, different submissions get votes for this. Um some of the award nomina- somebody, sorry, the nominations for submission of the year. Uh my rubber win a silver and Holly Holm with a ninja choke. Gary Tonin's knee bar over Shamil Gasanov uh, won one and prime twelve um Fakrinov uh, guillotine Kevin Lee um Lewis Glissman's inverted on plata at Octagon forty three. John Jones versus Seal Gagne getting the guillotine. Um, Lazy King, his knee bar at Aries eleven. Uh, but the winner, uh somewhat I would say somewhat surprisingly, is Alexa Grasso over uh Shevchenko at UFC two eight five. Now, we talked about the criteria before we did the voting, and I think for the knockout and for the submission of the year, the criteria is give it based on quality but if but also factor in the meaning right so and, and, and I, I, I would, uh, I, I would put in, we kind of have a, a Jackie and Buckley rule in there. If something is like clearly one of the greatest, or in my opinion, the greatest knockout of all time, and we look back at the year and we think, okay, we had the greatest knockout of all time, but we didn't give it as knockout of the year because, you know, Leon Edwards head kicked, uh, Usman or whatever it might be. Um, I think that's wrong and we shouldn't do that, but. If there isn't a clear one like that, which there rarely is, I think you have to factor in the meaning. And if it's a, a world title fight against someone like Shevchenko, who has been absolutely amazing and dominant, you kind of come back, you get the finish. And it was great. It was, it, looked, it was a very good submission as well. I I, I think it's somewhat shocking, but a worthy winner. What, what did you think, Graham?
1: Yeah, like I can see why why it would win, but for me, I I went for Jones and Cyril Gann, Just the way Jones just completely ran through him, and you know, big brothered him and just guillotined him. And just you know, John Jones been fighting at two hundred five for his whole career. He puts on a lot of weight, goes up against a guy weighing in at two hundred and fifty pounds with huge potential, and you know, a guy with a lot of skill, especially on the feet. And he just he just you know does what John Jones does and absolutely destroyed him. And I think. You know, moving up that much of a weight and doing that to one of the the best guys in in the division, I think, is is special.
0: I it's funny because I feel like that win, it isn't viewed as well as it should be because I think a lot of people think, ah, oh, Gagne has been outed as like a useless fighter. When I I don't yeah. think that's necessarily the case. So I I think if Jones you know, had a like
1: you know made it a bit more competitive, he probably would have got a lot more respect for it. The fact that he just was so dominant, maybe people yeah. think ah oh, it was it was too easy, but. Like we've been watching Cyril Garen for a long time and, you know, nobody's ever done that and probably will never, ever do that to him again, you know, unless it's John Jones. And I think maybe people don't appreciate how good John Jones is, maybe because he's been around a long time or maybe because of things that aren't anything to do with fighting. But, you know, I think when you look back on things like this in the future, you'll be like, that was amazing what he did there. 100%.
0: Um, As you said, you voted for that. Uh, There was two votes for uh, Lewis Glissman's Omo Plata. Lazy King also got a vote as it factored in on Kevin Lee. So a wide range of votes for that one. And I I think that's appropriate because there were a lot... uh, uh, You know, I don't think anything was clear uh, in that one. But the winner is Alexa Grasso over Uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Um, Another one that wasn't necessarily clear was the knockout of the year because I feel like the two... (laughs) <laughs> the, the two best candidates for this both came in like the, the last couple of weeks of the year and they were uh, Drakkar Close and uh, Josh Emmett's knockouts uh, some of the other ones we, we've had a long list uh, of these going back all the way to the start of the year where Umar Namagamelov knocked out Hani Bar Solos we had the flying knee by Gabriel Bombfim Lorenz Larkin against Berkhamov with the elbow uh, MVP shattering the knee of Goyote Amucci. honestly like that that could have been a winner as well. Like that's a special knockout. Adesanya Pereira, Mega Med, Mega Med, Karamov's a uh, head kick on Ben Elgi, patchy mix with Rafi and Stots. know that got a couple of votes. Uh, we Diego Ferreira, Uh Peter Noises in the road to the UFC. Uh, the Golaki KO from the bottom on KSW uh, Coliseum. People remember that he was mounted. And he knocked him out from the bottom. Uh, David Martinez over in Kombacia. Mohamed Kaladov against Scott uh, Ascom. Uh, Manuel Torres uh, and Nicholas Mana put him to sleep with an elbow. Jesus Aguilar. The double hammer fist on top. Remember that from Rico Disculio. What a knockout that was. When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's my knockout of the year. Uh, Justin Gaethje's head kick on Poirier. Makhachev's head kick on Volkanovski. Benoit Saint-Denis' knockout of, uh, of Matt Favola. But the winner... Is Drakkar close KOing uh, Joe Selecki with a slam UFC Austin only a couple of weeks ago? Uh, And honestly, Graham, this was. This was one that was hotly contested. I mentioned Patchy Mix got a, a vote. Got a, the Golaki got a couple of votes. Izzy got a couple of votes as well. Mix um, Mix got two votes as well, but with, with, only with three votes, Drakkar Close uh, wins it. And I know both of us voted for it. <laughs> and we were thinking like, and we discussed it. We we're like, well, maybe, should that be, should that be it? Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one, Graham. There were a lot of great knockouts there, but I just think for the, the, um, The, I suppose, the uniqueness of it, and it was nasty as well. And it was like something you, you know, obviously you don't see very much. I, I, I think we kind of discussed it beforehand. And you, do you want to make the point you were making about the Bryce Mitchell one that, like, him, yeah. the reaction made it look worse, didn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, like I was thinking, oh, maybe I should change it, but then I was thinking, you know, it was an. It was a huge punch and a knockdown, and, and but if it, if he hadn't of you know, had that fit and, you know, that could be something to do with epilepsy or it could be something to do with just, you know, the the, the way he landed or things like that, it, it's kind of unclear why, you know, obviously the the trauma from the punch definitely, you know, was was big, but I think, you know, uh, if he had to do, price Mitchell just had it went down and the ref had to waved it off and he hadn't kind of had that fit, then I think, you know, it would have been, more clear that for the, the Drakkar Closer one. And I also like the Drakkar Closer one because it kind of reminds me of old school MMA where we used to see that kind of thing. Uh, well, slams like that, slam KOs more often. But I think the the fact that Drakkar Closer kind of sl- slammed him on the side of his head on his temple was a bit unique as well. And it was, uh, you know, something we hadn't seen in a, in a long time. So yeah, I, I stuck with my uh, Drakkar Closer pick, but I, I did consider, I did also consider Gaethje's kick over, head kick over Parrier, But I think Parrier was kind of, a little bit out of sorts in that fight, he didn't really see him himself, so I, I, I yeah, I, I I stuck with close in the end.
0: Uh, and yeah, I, I did as well. And that's our uh, that's our knockout of the year, brilliant knockout, no doubt about it. Um, right, the female fighter of the year, a very, very interesting one because I don't think there was someone in the UFC like who massively stuck out. It would have been Alexa Grasso only for like she beat Shashenko. Look, that's almost enough to get you fighter year. And in fact, I, I actually voted for her. Um, But she drew in the second fight. And the fact that the second fight with that errant 10 that should have made it a loss for her. But she also could have won, right? Because it was a very close fight. I just think it was the draw that people have the, the issue with. But some of the other people... um. Amanda Nunes, who beat Alana, Liz Caramouche, who defended her belt twice, Aaron Blanchfield, uh, who won a couple of times, Tatiana Suarez, who won a couple of times as well, as did uh, one win for Zhang Weili. But the winner, so I, I would say somewhat surprisingly, even though I kind of did make the case for it to a lot of people uh, voting, and I was like, you need to look at her specifically, and you need to look at a few more people, was Stamp Fairtex. Um over in one championship. She like Stamp has become their champion. Now she beat Elise Anderson and she beat uh Soe Ham, who's a very good top-level fighter. And she also won a kickboxer match this year, but she won the title in she you know, she got two finishes in her two fights this year. She has now been become like the face of one championship, the biggest star in one championship. And I think she's honestly I think she's a worthy winner in a year that no one in the UFC like massively stuck out like I think the level of win that Shashinka got against Grasso definitely would have had her a deserving winner as well. But I also think Stamp is, is the deserving winner, and she was almost yeah. the unanimous uh, winner here, Graham. I um I, I know um uh, Alexa got a few votes, and Suarez got a couple of votes uh, as well. well. What did you think overall of, of this one?
1: Yeah, well, like it it is uh, like you know a liver kick, and uh, like I I, I love. Body shot finishes, and she had two of them in a row against you know, especially against Ham, who's a really high level girl. Who I, I, you know, it was hard to pick who was going to win that fight, and she looked great there. And it's hard to argue with that. But for me, uh, Tatiana uh, Suarez coming back after nearly four years out, and and you know, getting two dominant finish, dominant finishes, remaining undefeated, and just the fact that she's so good you know four years four years is extremely or just under four years an extremely long time in mma to, you know and bad injuries and things like that to come back and look so good and the you know in her last fight go through uh jessica and so easily uh i think i think she was my pick but you know uh you, you, the fact that you know as uh, sw- um that's swar- where it's the fact that um and Raj had lost a couple, a couple in a row before that. Maybe we we'll take a little bit away from that. But for me, include when you include the, the all the time off, all the injuries, all that stuff. I think I that just edged it for me. But I was kind of torn. I kind of, I kind of in the back of my mind knew that you know most people were going to vote for Stamp and she was going to win. But I, I went for, I went for Suarez in the end.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And I, I went for Grasso and the end, even though I made the case for Stamp. But I do think, you know, as, as I've, I've covered all the one championship cards this year and all I do think Stamp is, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, a worthy winner. Um, The underdog of the year. This was another one as well. Like, you saw Alexo Grasso towards the start of the year beating Shoshinko and you're thinking, well, okay, but do we even need nominations for underdog of the year? Um, But... She didn't win it. The winner was Sean Strickland uh, of our Underdog of the Year Award. Um, Like, how could you not say he was the winner as well, you know? He he beat, uh, beat Israel Adesanya from pillar to post. I have the prices here, actually, of their nominations, right? So Sean Strickland was plus 350. Uh, Grasso was actually plus four fifty. So if you're looking at like actual underdog, but she was also an underdog for the second fight. Now she didn't win it, but uh, so many other ones as well. There uh, Sebastian Cadestam being solid. She was plus three forty. Uh, Chichiro Suzuki beating Patricio I, I couldn't find the, the the prices for that, but Sergio Pettis against Patricia. He was only plus one two three, which is a bit shocking. Um, O'Malley got a, a vote as well. Gabriel Bamfim uh, Nicholas Albi sorry against Gabriel Bamfim plus three eighty. The one I think like maybe didn't get enough love here, and he. Didn't Get, he only got one vote, but it was Jesus Pinedo in one, uh, sorry, in PFL. He beat Brendan Lachnan. Uh, plus four twenty underdog, he beat Jenkins plus two forty underdog, and he was also the underdog in the finale against Braga, who had already beat him this year. Uh, he was only minus one fifteen, but he was the minus one fifteen underdog. So he won three fights as an underdog this year. Can you be plus one fifteen? You'd have to be to be the no, underdog. Yeah, he was minus one fifteen because his opponent was plus four twenty. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 so he was on a slight underdog, but he was the underdog after being a massive underdog twice. So uh, I definitely think, yeah, I definitely think he was one of the guys who, who deserved it as well. But Sean. Strickland gets a hard you know you've yeah. talked about Sean Strickland already Graham but yeah, what kind of like he I said see, it was just
1: the way he did it and I just it was I didn't think he had it in him to to, to do that and I think he maybe he even didn't until he he you know improved in between fights and gone over and trained with Alex Bahia, and he just rose to the occasion so well and he just gave Izzy nothing that would just it was just it was just so unexpected for me like I, I like I've maybe been a little bit more high on Strickland than some people over the years but not, not like I just never saw this coming and I thought I thought it was just an unbelievable performance and I know the odds are slightly maybe less than a couple of others but uh, just in my personal opinion going in I just I just was absolutely shocked by the the level Sean Strickland was at and the, the way he was able to absolutely destroy somebody who's such a good striker in Izzy
0: yeah 100% Uh, yeah look this was the uh you know, I think Grasso deserves a shout as well as Pineda. I don't think it was the clearest winner, but I think any of the three of them winning it was um, was was well-deserved. So Sean Strickland absolutely deserves that. Um, okay. Right. We're starting off... Well, I was going to say we're starting off the Irish Awards. We, we've won more, but it's kind of half an Irish Award. It's the Emerging Worldwide Prospect of the Year. Um, and our winner is Ian Gary. Now... People might think, Oh, you're being biased. You're you know, you're Irish people picking Ian Gary. Um, I don't think we've ever picked an Irish person in this award before and the awards have been going on for like seven or eight years or whatever it is. And looking through the awards, looking and, and I put down like the names of all the people who are nominated and who they beat, um, I think it's absolutely clear as day that Ian Gary is the emerging worldwide prospect of the year. Um Okay, so the, the two people, uh, and let me just check here again. Yeah, only two people got votes and they were Ian Gary and Benoit Saint-Denis. Um, this year, Benoit Saint-Denis beat Ismail Bamfim, Thiago Moises and Matt Frivola, right? Three good wins, but also like, are any of those guys ranked? Maybe maybe Fravola was, was on the, the verge of rankings, but I'm, I'm not too sure. I, I, I don't think he was, but definitely emerged as a prospect right up there, got big KOs. But you look at it for Ian Gary. And you think, you, maybe people forget sometimes, right? He fought Son Kanan at the start of the year, so like he, Ian has really emerged into contendership throughout this year, more so I think than anyone. And he has become, where, where is he ranked? Like number nine, number 10 in the world right now. He beat Rodriguez to get into the rankings. And then he beat Magni, who was ranked towards the top 10, to put himself right there. So he has gone from someone who was an up-and-coming prospect, and he has emerged as that prospect to be a contender. So that, to me, is the definition of what the worldwide emerging prospect is should be and i think he's a genuine winner uh what do you think i
1: think him? even even as as you say with the the weirdo youtubers the the, the little bit i've seen is <laughs> yes. they've even been saying you can't question his ability and yeah i think at the start of the year people were questioning his ability you know they were saying oh who is this guy he's a wannabe he's this he's that uh when he fights somebody good and now everybody's like well i don't like this i don't like that i don't like this but you can't question now how much of a prospect this guy is and as i said earlier on in the year um i think he has the potential you know if he keeps improving the way he has and you know obviously in mma and they can happen but he has the potential to be a title contender and to be a you know a future champion you know potentially so i think yeah i think you know i think the fact that he's gone from kind of being completely doubted, to people saying, "Oh, you can't doubt his his actual fighting ability," shows that he's really emerged as a as a prospect.
0: Yeah, and I, I I'm not sure I would agree with the fact he was completely doubted. He was doubted by some people, but at the same time, you have to prove it. You have to do it, and beating Song, beating Rodriguez, and then beating Magny, especially, it has been him proven that he is one of the best prospects in the world, no doubt about it. Um, a few of the other people who were nominated, Umar uh he beat uh, Hani Barsolos, uh, Bo Nicol obviously is up there, but like, the level of opponents is just not good enough yet uh, for him to win this award, I don't think. Um, Sam Fairdex, we also put in, her in there, but sometimes in these ones, it's it's tough, and the Irish ones as well, the emerging prospects, like, you know, she's the champion now, so it's hard to call her an emerging prospect, although I believe Alex Pereira did win this one year when he was the champion, but he's maybe a unique one, but um, Peyton Talbot as well, he had three good wins this year. Cedric Dumbe uh, had a great win. For me, like, I thought Ian was the obvious one. I think number two, for, for me, it was uh, Kurshed Kakarov. He had an unbelievable year. Like, he beat... Um uh, Franz Malambo he beat Ali Taleb, who's a fantastic fighter and he two other wins as well I thought he had a great year um I, I actually I put Sandini above him to be honest because he three great finishes uh, but I think yeah. he'd be third for me um Jacob Kazuba you know, I, I, so.
1: I think he's definitely worth a mention uh, you know um obviously we know how good Franz is and it's it's a phenomenal win but it was, it was a fight that he was kind of until the end he was kind of a little bit getting outclassed in I thought um, the celeb win is as you mentioned a few weeks ago on the podcast. I thought celeb was, was going straight to the final and probably going to win it. And he looked really, really good against him, so he definitely deserves a mention. But I think you know, if he can continue to form his in next year, uh, in the PFL, he might be he yeah, he might be winning a few awards and he might be picking up uh, some handy checks and he already that he already has, so he's definitely worth a mention. And as you said, uh, BSD, uh, Saint Denis, uh, was one I was kind of um thinking about as well um uh, for a nominating. I think you know it would have been if if the Luke a fight had gone ahead and Ian Gary had a won it would have been a kind of no brainer. But I think you can like you know I can see the arguments for, for BSD and, and Kakarov as well. But yeah, I went for Ian.
0: Indeed. Um and the next award, the big awards, our awards, our signature awards, the Irish MMA Awards, here we go. The Irish Pro Fighter of the Year a unanimous decision, everybody voted for him, it is Ian Gary and uh, what, a, what a run in our awards Ian Gary has got, I know he gave out us before for winning the Emerging Irish Prospect of the Year but he won that in 2019 2020, he was Irish Pro Fighter the year 2021 2022 and now 2023, plus he's a worldwide Emerging Prospect in 2023 as well, that is six awards that Ian Gary has won um, you know I, I, I'd have to add him up but um, I, McGregor He's probably up there At McGregor now McGregor won fighter of the year Three years in a row Gary is now equal to that No one had ever won The emerging prospect of the year The Irish emerging prospect of the year Two years in a row He won that as well So What, what a run for Ian Gary What a year And like some of the other people there was, it was actually a great year for Irish MMA and if Ian had obviously Luke' fight didn't happen but if he had lost that I think there would have been a, you know a, a bit of um, a bit of a debate about it I think he probably still would have won but Carol Moore what a year he had like yeah. Rosinski and Polizzi he's like the obvious number two I think um, he had a great you know getting ranked number, beating the number five ranked guy he's currently ranked number four in Bellator like what a year for Carol Moore um, Paul Hughes as well he'd only need one fight but he became the interim champion uh, in cage, whereas Ken Locken obviously won the uh, won the title, but he ended up losing to Taylor Lapolis in in the UFC. Nathan Kelly had a great year, going three and all, um, and he you know he was right up there. Omran Shaban as well, he'd only one fight. That was the biggest issue, I suppose. You know, Kiefer Crosby had a fantastic win over Cowboy, but then lost in the UFC. Brian Moore, Reece McKee as well. Uh, James Gallagher won. His, his one fight. Kieran Clark had two good wins. Andreas Binder as well had two good wins. James Sheehan had gone, but uh, it, it had to. Being uh, Graham, didn't it? Any any other lads there you want to give a shout out to, or who you think had a great? Yeah, fun? well, uh, you know, I think
1: Paul Hughes looks looks phenomenal and is is um is a huge huge prospect if he can if he can get signed to a to a big promotion. We we talked about that at, at, at Nauseam, but he looked phenomenal in that fight. It was just his only fight of the year because, right? as he explained to you, he was he was kind of led along that he was going to kind of get into the UC and he was waiting for that and it never happened. And obviously, Carl Moore, as you mentioned, two phenomenal wins, especially you know the Pelosi Pelosi win, um, Pelosi win, uh, and he's worked his way up to fourth ranked as well. And you know, I think Nathan Kelly is another one, you know, who kind of um maybe if if he continues the way he is, he might be in in the running next year as well. So uh, yeah, I think I think there was, as you said, there was uh some very good um you know displays and performances this year from from Irish guys uh that bodes well for the future. But I think you know. Ian Gary, as I said, he the, the the way he went in against somebody so respected and and well ranked and, and difficult to look good against in Neil Magny and absolutely destroyed him. I just think shows where he is. But you know, I think the likes of the people I mentioned, especially Paul Hughes, if he can get signed, will be will be coming for that that crown. If 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 uh, if Ian slips up or is isn't as active, you know, next year. Um, and people like you know, uh Lockyer kind of unfortunate if, if he had of. If he had have uh, been matched up with his original opponent, he might have gone in there and looked really good, and he, and he might have been, you know, one could have voted for as well. So, yeah, I think I think as you said, Ian Gary deserves it
0: well, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, the next award is the Emerging Irish Prospect of Year. Now, almost every year we have to have a discussion about this because so we made the rule before that it has to be you have to have five fights or less um, because it's uh, Irish MMA is funny we, we could really have three awards for like the new pros uh, the Irish fighter of the year say like the likes of of Ian Gary Cain and Locker and Paul Hughes who are at either in the UFC or at the very high level of Cage Irish or, or whatever it might be and then kind of the, the guy's on the way up, maybe like the, say, the, uh, the Darek Kellys or the, the Nathan Kellys or the guys, you know, you know, who've had maybe five to 15 fights or something like that. But we want to keep it to, to two. So we will stick to the five fights or less, right? But if someone's obviously the emerging prospect of the year and they've had like four fights in the year and they started the year with two fights and they now have six, I don't, I'm, we're not going to stick hard and fast to that rule, right? We're not going to stick hard and fast to that rule going forward. Now, this year, someone with five fights won. So we're all good, right? We're all good for this year. But I'm saying this now for next year. Because if someone, let's say, who, who would be an example of someone? Let's say um Dom Narcus, right? Really good prospect out of Team Gf. He's now 2-0, and okay? If he wins six fights next year, and goes to 8 and all. I think he should still Be allowed to win that award Right So this is a loose Award Okay uh, And if someone is Who we feel has not Got yet To the Irish MMA Fighter of The Year Award The Ingari level The Caelan Ockran level The Paul Hughes level we will put them lads in for this award, and we we did it this year. Kenny Mokahana has six fights; uh, he was nominated, and um, uh, Leon Hill as well, who has eight fights, I believe. He was also nominated. He three fights this year. Um, neither of those lads won it, but uh, that I just wanted to put that down there for uh, for for prosperity. Pro, pro, what's the word anyway? Pros, prosperity. Prosperity is not the word. Uh, anyway, our winner. And we'll talk about some of the nominations in. And do you know what? I I looked at this one very 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 closely, and I think I think we've come up with the right winner here. It's Paddy McCurry, who's now four one out of Fight Academy Ireland He win two and zero in twenty twenty three. Win with a flying knee, and then got a great third round comeback submission over Samir Caddy. And I think of all the lads who won this year, I in in this, and we we'll talk about some. I think the best win was that Samir Caddy win in the RDS. Uh, and when I when I say about the best win, I think Sam Caddy was the best fighter. I picked Sam Caddy, going into it. I think he's a very, very, very good fighter. And Paddy McCurry came around and he beat him. Um, He looks a very, very good prospect, Graham, doesn't he? Especially at middleweight where, you know, the, the ceiling isn't as high as other divisions. And this is a guy who, who has a pretty high ceiling. So uh, FAI have won a good few of our awards over the last few years, Graham. Paddy, Paddy McCurry award winner here
1: yeah yeah absolutely you know i think that the, the flying knee was 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 beautiful and the, the overcoming adversity against such a good guy and caddy as you said uh, was was you know r- against a really good guy a really good test was was huge and you know i think part of it you know he went in there against james webb after only having two professional fights uh, last year and lost that and you know uh, sometimes that can affect you even even though you're kind of you know you're you're fighting a guy who's much more experienced at the high level, much more experienced in terms of how many fights, things like that. You can kind of say, "Ah, well, like, you know, you expect him to lose. But sometimes that can affect people, but it didn't seem to affect him, And he he showed through that and through the the caddy fight that he can overcome adversity and that he can finish people in spectacular fashion. So I think, you know, Adam Darby definitely deserves a, a good mention. You know, he got two really good finishes as well. Also bouncing back from adversity, his first loss in his career uh, last year as well. So I think he definitely deserves a, a, a mention and, and the other guys you mentioned as well. But yeah, I do think Paddy McCurry, as you said, the the level of the opponent he beat and from a situation where it looked like it wasn't going to go his way, I think that earned it for him.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I think uh, I think he is a worthy winner. Yeah. Um... Dara Kelly also got a, a number of votes there, I think he had a fantastic year, going to five and all, you know, three and all in twenty twenty three. Two wins in Bellator, one win, win on on Clan Wars. I, I think you know his opponents were two and two, two and four, and two and two. I think that was just for me. I like because I'll be honest, I went into this thinking, okay, Dara Kelly. Like I, I was like, Darek Kelly is my emerging prospect of the year, um, and um, I, I haven't looked at it out with an open mind Gone back and watched some of the fights. I I I I voted for Paddy McCary, and uh, it was it was it was definitely a split vote. There was a good few votes for Bo, for Darrett. There was a vote for Adam Darby as well as you mentioned uh, in there, Graham. But um, yeah, I think worthy winner Dom Narcus also got a nomination two and all, and he's definitely a guy for this award maybe next year. Solomon Simon as well, three and out of Team uh, Rhino Waterford. Great to see lads from different gyms. I know he trains up a Team Rhino as well, but he had a very very good year. Um, um, you know, and you know, so, uh, people were giving out about his initial opponent who was own 5 but he beat a guy who was 2-3 and 3 in his next fight and then he beat a guy who was 3 and all uh, in Cage Warriors so I think those, uh, the doubters maybe have changed. Um, Alexander O'Sullivan as well who was, you know, one of the best uh, amateurs over the last 10 years I would say in Ireland. Uh, he went 1-0 uh, this year. Uh, unfortunately he's, he had one fight that didn't happen so Jer uh, Harris as well had a very good year. Takamandu bounced back so great year for the emerging Irish prospects. There's one guy I just want to mention as well um Nathan Kelly and I think we mentioned him in the uh in the fighter of the year debate we we did he was nominated for that nine and two you know just too many fights when you headline a card as well I don't think I don't think you're in the running for the Irish emerging prospect anymore I think you're in the running for the Irish fighter of the year so I think he's graduated to that and you know if he's another year next year like he has this year I think he could be right up there as well so um Paddy McCurry is our winner, 4-1, Fight Academy Ireland, 2 on 2023, a worthy winner there. Um, the Irish amateur fighter of the year then. And um, again, looking through some of these nominations, yeah, uh, a tough one, wasn't it? Very, very tough one. Um, we had uh votes for two people. Uh Kieran Brady and our winner, Connor McCarthy, who uh the, the first time I ever saw Connor McCarthy uh, I was like this guy's going to win the Irish Amateur of the Year he is a really really high skill level fighter fighting out of SPG Nace under the tutelage of uh, of Peter Queeley and, and uh, Sergey Pikulski as well there win 3-0 oh in this year Be Conor Nolan Nathan McGillan and Sam Simon the brother of Solomon Simon who I mentioned earlier on won the Euro title as well and defended it also won at the Nationals um, so a top top prospect uh, coming out of there some of the other guys as I mentioned Kieran Brady went 5-0 oh into we need to Jack yeah. Core a couple of times Jordan Bradshaw um, who is uh, a very very good fighter as well and a couple of others um, you know he, he wins at Chaos Your Clan Wars won the one night uh, four men tournament at Virtuous as well so a fantastic year for him Tiernan Loughran as well very harsh on him not to win this to be honest considering the year he had he lost to Max Alley but he bounced back won four in a row it felt, it felt like he was towards the end of the year he was winning every weekend um a cage conflict in your titles as well won him and defended both of them so a massive year for him Keith Keoghan who uh, Keith Keoghan yeah. was our winner last year wasn't he? Um, uh, out of C-Mac Damien Yeah, he was kind of
1: a little bit unlucky that he wasn't cleared you know he had that huge win uh, over 9-0 Patterson in, in the worlds and he wasn't medically cleared to progress so you know if things could have gone a little differently he he might have he might have been there as well and Max Lally you know he only fought once but he beat Thierry Locker and as you said uh before going pro. So he kinda took himself out of the the equation there. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of guys and girls that that were performing very well. But I do think just the skill level that Connor McCarthy showed um you know, uh, the win against San Simon, winning a couple of belts, the Nationals just about gave it to him. But Kieran Brady, there's a very good case to be made for him as well. You know, you mentioned the, the guys he beats are very good amateurs as well and picked up multiple titles including the tournament. And, yeah, you know, uh, a close one thing. But I, I, I just think, yeah, Conor McCarthy did deserve it. But, you know, uh, it's good to see so many Irish fighters kind of looking like they're they're really good prospects for the future and looking like they're ready to turn pro already
0: yeah and it's a the great uh the 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 female amateur scene as well i, I think we'll probably have that award maybe in in the ne- definitely in the next two years i know Quilcha was talking about it but the likes of Emer darcy who in four and two this year you know the likes of say eva cruz and sinead Newland. now she's she's gone pro but you know great amateur career so you know that scene is growing even more and the, the women are winning this award I think uh, Shauna Banna it was it last year or the year before um, so um, you know they're included as well in the amateur this is about a male and female amateur of the year award uh, just to mention as well Graham Jake and Guy he six eight fights six and two this year won silver at the IMFs, uh, the juniors um, won the Irish Nationals at junior bantamweight as well and Ryan Kyo as well one and all, won the cage legacy belt so Wow, uh, Dale Sheridan as well out of Honey Badger MMA. Um, great year for all those lads. And shout out to the, the All Triangle lads, Andy, and, uh, uh, especially who, who wrote up some of them as well. And, uh, you know, the lads have done a great year on, on the All Triangle, done a great job on the All Triangle this year, talking about all the Irish amateurs and pros and, and all of that. Um, right, next award, the Irish Female Fighter of the Year. Pfft, this was, this was a tough one, I thought, coming in, but... The, there was a big majority for our winner, Invicta champion, Danny McCormack, who wins the award for the second time after winning it in 2017, I believe. Let me just, uh, yeah, 2017, she was Danny Nealon back then, but she's Danny McCormack now and uh, and wins this award. Hard to deny her. Um, You know, she won the Invicta title in one of the comebacks of the year. She defended it against uh, a woman who had beaten her previously in the amateurs. Look, look the The other one was was uh, was Liam McCourt yeah. when you beat Sarah McMahon. Immediately, you deserve a shout, and it was. I thought it was a very close run thing between both of them, but I think, I think what swung it for me was the level of fighter that Danny McCormick fought. People mightn't realize how good they are, but they're actually. It was a very very high level uh duo of wins that Danny had this year. And in my opinion, actually like maybe even slightly better than where Sarah McMahon is this time of the This you know, this uh uh this part of her career I suppose now take nothing away from Leah the McGord they're both very, very good wins. I think Leah deserved um um nominations here but Danny is the winner like to to pick up the title, to take that chance as well to go to Invicta, that to go and fight at the very top level to win, to defend it. Danny deserves to be in the UFC, let's say that as well, but a, a, a very good winner there. She, you know, Shauna Bannon also, you know, she had one good win, but then ended up losing to Bruno Brazil, and Sinead Cavanaugh is always there, thereabouts as well. As I mentioned, a few of the other uh, women as well, Sinead Nih um and, and others as well in there, but Graham, Danny McCormick, you know, a worthy winner of this award, wasn't it, and a great year for her.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it kind of seemed to me that it really clicked, her game really clicked for her, and, Maybe self belief and and just putting everything together. She she, she looked phenomenal, uh, really. And you know these are big pressure situations for for a title with kind of, you know, your USC prospects on the line and being the age that Danny is and uh, all of that all together. And uh, you know, as you said, I think she's UFC ready, and I hope she gets her shot. Uh, you know, soon considering her age, as I said. But you know, if Leah McCord had maybe you know another win, if she had a fought you know more than once this year, she, she might have taken it. But I think. Um the McMahon win was absolutely huge and uh for Leah. But I think maybe uh McMahon's age and um the fact that she's maybe not as well rounded as maybe some of the girls that Danny McCormick beat and the fact that Danny McCormick kinda had, you know, double the wins or one extra win did it did it for me and I voted for her as well.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Uh congratulations to Danny, very very, very well deserved. Um Irish Gym of the Year, Uh, I I think this was probably the most straightforward one. Uh, SPG Ireland uh, had, you know, a fantastic year. The thing about this is people probably listen, go, Jesus, well, SPG lost a lot of fights as well. But in these awards, we're looking for like high-level, top-level achievement. Um, And SPG, you know, wasn't even close. To be honest, if you're looking at it, Danny McCormick won the Invicta title, uh, Gunny Nelson had wins in the UFC. Kiefer Crosby beat Cowboy. Carl Moore became a top five. Bell, uh, Bellator fighter beating a top five guy. Um, we talked a lot, uh, you know, a lot of the amateurs there. A lot of them coming out of Sbg. Nathan Kelly, Derek Kelly. Uh, you know, uh, so many more. Right, you know, some of the amateurs, Ryan Kyo, obviously out of there. Um, as well. Uh, you know, Kenny Mckahane even getting a big win this year. Derek, as I mentioned, Derek Kelly. There's just so many. Kieran Clark on two and this year. James Galler coming back getting uh, a win, you know... It was just an awful lot this year from SPG and a very hard to look past like other, other gyms had very good years as well like t- I think Team Rhino had a particularly good year this year with Harris Darby and Sheehan as well you know Team KF Rob was there there thereabouts it's a very tough year for Team KF I think a lot of their big fights they ended up losing you know Reese got the title uh, for IMA uh, and Reese obviously out of FAI as well Paul Hughes got the title there our amateur fighter the, uh, sorry of our emerging prospect of the year Patty McCurry out of FAI too and Hoolan MMA with Sean in the UFC but uh, yeah I, I think FAI definitely up there had a great year but it ha- it just has to be SBG Graham doesn't
1: it yeah I, th- I think so you know um FAI obviously you know Reese, you know won the title got to the UFC and, and Paul Hughes looked looked amazing in his fight but there just wasn't as much you know as many big wins in the gym and maybe that's a uh, partly to do with the size of the gym and stuff like that but You know the the Brian or the not the Brian, but the Carl Moore win was phenomenal as you mentioned earlier. Like that Kiefer Crosby Cowboy knockout was, was was phenomenal, like an absolutely great fight as well. Um, and as we mentioned, Danny McCormick, you know, um kind of establishing herself as as the best in a victim and, you know, showing herself in in my mind to be ready for the UFC and as you mentioned, you know, the the shows that we had in Dublin, things like that, it, it goes SBG. But I do, I do think, you know, as you mentioned, Team Rhino, maybe if James Sheehan had got the title shot that we thought he might get, or it might have changed it and and maybe if Paul Hughes hadn't have um been kinda of on the sidelines for so long it, it might have been closer. But yeah, I do think just the way it turned out that SBG deserved it.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh, Alright, so those are the Irish awards. Uh, just maybe to, to quickly recap, um, Irish Gym of the Year, SBG, Irish Female Fighter of the Year, Danny McCormack, Irish Amish Fighter of the Year, uh, Conor McCarthy, Irish, uh, Irish Emerging Prospect of the Year, Paddy McCurry, Irish Pro Fighter of the Year, Ian Gary. So, if I'm not mistaken they all come from different gyms so Ian Gary obviously a nomad no gym Paddy Macquarie FAI Conor McCarthy SPG Nace Danny McCormack SPG Ireland so yeah all the uh, all the winners of our awards came from uh, came from different gyms so that's absolutely fantastic will people still complain <laughs> they probably will but sure look these things happen at MMA all
1: right sure, last year we were, I was getting matches about oh what about the, the Jitsu tournament something on, oh, I was, on. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> this is MMA I was like somebody yeah. lost at them in a, like a card game it doesn't, it doesn't affect this
0: <laughs> so we're not an in indoor soccer match and the last. it oh yeah right uh, let's run through the rest of them here coach of the year was a unanimous decision um and Eric Nixick wins that. It's Look, coaches, I, I very rarely pay attention to that sort of thing, but he coached Sean Strickland this year. He also Coach, you know, maybe maybe to go against your point. you just said he didn't coach Francis Ngannou to beat Tyson Fury, even though he didn't really beat him. But, um, you know, there's other people as well, like the likes of Mads Burnell, Jeremy Kennedy, uh, Kai Kamaka as well, I believe is in that gym, who had a great year um, for them. For so, yeah, I think Eric Nixick was, was the obvious one. Um, Jason Perillo, Javier Mendez, Ray Longo, what a year again! You know, Trevor Whitman, Colin Silveira, uh, Mike Brown, Tim Welsh, uh, Alexa Grasso's uh, coach and dad as well had, had a great year, but it had to be it had to be, uh, be Nick any, any comments on that, Graham? I think it was a pretty obvious one, Nick
1: Yeah, you know, as you can imagine, kind of there, the Engano Fury uh, boxing match wasn't really MMA, but it was it was kind of like Francis uh, representing MMA <laughs> against against tyson and in my opinion not really knowing and understanding properly the the boxing uh criteria if that was a fight i think he won it pretty clearly if that was like a you know uh, who who won <laughs> without knowing the the strict kind of rules of the thing of the actual Queensbury rules or whatever um, I, I, I think that was phenomenal and as I mentioned earlier that Strickland win was just to me was just phenomenal you know that was just unbelievable and the, as I said the improvements he made between fights and maybe that wasn't all, all to do with Nisic as I said maybe Peheya was involved but you know his fighter in the end was the guy who kind of shook the world the most I think
0: Speaking of that our upset of the year is also Sean Strickland uh, defeating Israel Adesanya at UFC two nine three. Um, got a got a lot of votes there, although there were votes for, for some others as well. Obviously Alexa Grasso, I voted that actually. Uh, I thought I thought that was the upset of, of or the the uh, yeah the upset of the year. Uh, maybe the, the Strickland one in in a few different awards was was a winner, but I think this one was. A few of the other ones. Um, That were up for it Uh, Jesus Pinedo Did get one vote Knocking out Brendan Loughnane I think that was massive Um uh, Henry Corral Corrales a plus 470 beating Ahmed Megamedov at Bellator. Uh, Ayawonatabe as well, who is one and one. She beat the former shooter champion uh, Mina Kurube, who is 18 and six. So for someone with only two fights to beat someone who's 18 and six is, is a pretty good one. Um, uh, Suzuki beaten uh, Patricio Pitbull in Risen as well. Was massive Caddis Tam Keon uh, Roberto Soldic at UFC uh, at one fight night 10 as well. But yeah, our winner is uh, Sean Sean there. That's pretty straightforward. Um, our comeback of the year um was lazy king for his knee bar at aries 11 and we luckily we had kind of kept a um uh kind of kept the record of all the comebacks of the year and all and i think there was a few good ones but i think this was a genuine so i was actually talking to someone who was at the fight today and they, they gave me a description of it so lazy king went up to middleweight uh he won the first round, lost the rounds 2, 3 and 4. Round 4 was a 10-8 and he was losing going into the 5th round and I believe he'd fought at lightweight before that as well um, and then he got a knee bar in the 5th round. One of the submissions of the year as well. It was nominated and got a few votes for submission of the year. I think this was... This is the correct decision. So some other people will give you a comeback of the year and I think they'll be wrong. I think we've got this one right here. Lazy King, Abdul Abdurrahimov, uh Nibar the year at Aries eleven yeah. It's
1: unbelievable. I think it's hard to argue with that, but also, you know, the the Adasanya comeback against Pahe with so much on the line, the rivalry, you know, uh all of that stuff, kind of uh, how how dramatic it was and and all of that, I think that definitely deserves a mention as well so uh
0: it's like a double yeah. comeback that one isn't it it's like a kind of not a career comeback but a uh, a rivalry comeback but also a comeback in the fight where he kind of was behind Yeah, I, I see it, it exactly. yeah that definitely deserves it but this one like when I come back, is one of those ones that I, I think we should almost take Merited uh, meaning out of it, maybe, but now we maybe we shouldn't. I don't know, but uh, like there are certain. I do know because
1: it's like Chael Sonnen against Anderson Silva was to happen. You know, you'd need to include the context. I think that would have to win if that was that year. You know, yeah. I mean?
0: But even without the context, that's an amazing comeback. Like you know, so that's but that's. But that a happen of, on like a,
1: a you know an Octagon show where a guy's lying on a guy, rabbit punching him for for several rounds and then gets triangled You know, it's it. In my opinion, the jeopardy and the rivalry and all that stuff has to play into it.
0: Yeah, that's that's very fair. There's no no doubt about it. But uh, some sometimes, like again, let's go with the Joaquin Buckley rule for me. It's like when when it's extra special, like like the Lazy King one here. I I think it should trump the meaning, but mm, you know, meaning should matter too. Okay, it's 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 one we will uh, we could debate for days and days. Some of the other people who were nominated for that, um, Danny McCormick for her win over Vales- Valeska Machado. Honestly. <sighs> You know, I, I I that could have won it if I'm being honest. Because like maybe we were being too unbiased as Irish people in that and not giving it to Daniel, not not putting that up as one of them. Like that was an unbelievable comeback. Like she was almost finished. Her face was fucking battered she could barely fucking see blood and guts and came on to win it like what a fucking win that was i don't honestly i think people worldwide need to appreciate danny mccormick's year more because this was a fucking that was fight of the year contender as well let's be honest that was a fucking great fight unbelievable comeback um Adesanya versus Pereira, as you mentioned. Sage Narco kind of coming back in his career, getting a 39-second submission after four years out. Uh, there was a mad fight as well, uh, Jesus Gutierrez, who won a split decision against Victor Nunes after being choked out cold in round one and the fight was restarted. That happened in, in Mexico. Uh, Elvis Brinner, again, Kuta Kutatiladze as well, at Vegas 76. Uh, Edward Feilang, get on Amir Khan in the third round at one fine 14 Mike Braden and Jubilee at UFC 294 is an unbelievable comeback and Bellator versus E.R. Pateria as well at UFC Austin just there a few weeks ago it was a really 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 good fight uh, and really good comeback as well Okay,
1: yeah, the same kind of reason for Sage being nominated I suppose or uh, getting a the mention there was the same for Tatiana Suarez who, who I mentioned earlier yeah. you know coming back after nearly four years out as well and you know, four years in MMA. It may not seem that long, but four years in MMA, a lot can change and it's a lot of time to be able to see people not looking sharp and things like that. So I think, yeah, that she's definitely worth a mention as well.
0: A 100% indeed. Uh, then we have worst fight of the year. There, there, was a, <laughs> there was a few good nominations for this one. Uh Gilton Almeida versus Derek Lewis was pretty awful. Corey Sandhagen and Font. The thing about that one, that, I think that was the most uh, like sad, unfortunate fight of the year it's like Sandhagen he hurt his hand in the first one so I think maybe that rules it out but Cron Gracie against Charles Jordan as well Parker Porter against Braxton Smith but our worthy winner of this one is William Knight against Marcian Pacino UFC Vegas 69 where Knight just like literally didn't throw a punch for uh, for <laughs> for the whole fight yeah. uh,
1: did, 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 bad. definitely you know it's hard to argue with that but did, did Cron Gracie throw a punch as well uh, he's never like, thrown like, a punch yeah <laughs> yeah, he he looks like he doesn't really know how to fight MMA. So uh, yeah, he deserves a, a an unhonorable, un- he- yeah, uh, dishonorable mention. Dishonorable,
0: yeah, dishonorable mention. Yeah, he he. Oh, you voted for him actually. Yeah, um, Porter and Smith actually got three votes as well, but the the winner with four votes was uh, Knight versus Petrina, So yeah, um, actually two people voted for the the Grace you won, So you're you're not alone. A, a, a tightly contested worst fight of the year. Um, then we have underperformer of the year again. Like this one, maybe we get rid of this award there's a few words that I wouldn't mind getting rid of, but I, like maybe maybe we shouldn't go with the negativity. But anyway, like Israel Adesanya obviously was 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 up there, even though he had a grand knockout. But you know when you lose to Strickland the way you do, Kamara Usman. Um, Patricio Pitbull, Brandon Moreno, Alexander Volkanovski, um, you know, and when you underperformed, all of those guys are really good. But the winner of this award is uh, is Roberto Soldic, who obviously had one fight this year got knocked out pretty heavily by uh, Sebastian Kadissam Like after going to one championship with such you know, such high prospects and everyone thinking he was going to, you know, do so well. Everyone wanted him in the UFC or in Bellator and other places, but it's been a real tough time for him, Graham, hasn't it, for, for Solidich out there? And, you know, it, it just shows, I think, how much people think of him that he actually won this because he didn't perform this year.
1: Yeah, you know, it was obviously a tough year, but uh, for me, I, I thought it was Usman. You know, I think... You know he was so dominant for so long, and he was dominating the the first fight against Leon, and obviously he got caught or you know made a mistake, and and then came back and just looked really poor. I thought, you know, obviously Leon looked great, but just if you had to ask me, would, would uh, Usman fight twice this year and you know kind of get destroyed in the end in both? Ah, uh, here, no, should. he
0: didn't get destroyed in both. Both of them were majority the decisions. What Usman? Yeah, he fought. Uh, Kamara Usman fought twice KO'd. this year. And that that was twenty twenty two.
1: Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, sorry. I so he watched that.
0: Yeah, he fought Leon and he fought Shemaev, both on majority decisions. I like. I thought he fought yeah. relatively well in both of those fights. You know, I I don't think he. I don't think he should. Uh, for how
1: dominant he was before, I, I you know uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, in my mind, I had that fight into twenty twenty three. So the the first one where he got knocked out. So yeah, it's probably probably right.
0: Fair. Like if you put him up against say someone like an Adesanya, there's there's no doubt about it. Although Adesanya did beat Pereira this year, so that all counts as well. But uh, it's anyway anyways, the winner. Um, worst decision of the year. This was like this was the hardest one to get nominations for. To be honest, we only had three: uh, Justin Edwards versus Lucy Pudilova, um, Elvis Brinner versus to Kuvov. and the winner um, is Alexa Grasso. Shevchenko draw at UFC Notche, <laughs> Uh just <laughs> that ten eight is
1: just insane. Yeah, that, that like it just is. It's gonna be hard to beat that for uh for a single round decision, especially that was just and the way it turned the fight from a win into a draw, yeah, it's just just an insane ten ten eight round. You, yeah, In the was, last round as well, whatever you know, oh just just awful.
0: Yeah, it was very bad. And it's weird because I was I was writing up the awards last night. I was thinking like one judge actually gave it to Grasso, right? Which you would think, oh, Shoshinko deserved to win. That's a worse card, but it it wasn't. It, you know, it was. It wasn't the fact that Grasso didn't win. or shishinko didn't win. It was the fact that it came down to a round that turned the whole result of the fight. Like if he'd given that round ten nine to shishinko and Shoshinko had won, you know, or ten nine to Grasso was it? I I don't know whoever it was. If he'd given that round ten nine and Shashenko would have won. No one would have said anything, or if he'd given round three, I think it was 10 the other way, and Grasso would have won, no one would have said anything. It was just the fact that it turned that one card turned the whole fight result into a result that shouldn't have been. It really rubbed people up the wrong way. But also, like, it's one round from one judge on one card in a fight. If that's the worst decision we're getting this year, what does that tell you about judging? Well, I'd say
1: I would agree with you if it wasn't such an insane 10-8, you know, it's going to be hard to beat that. But even if, you know, even if three relatively close rounds go the wrong way, I think giving a 10-8 there just makes absolutely no sense. And it's it was so, bad. it's yeah. so, um, so meaningful to like the whole division and to everything that it's just. Is it, I think it has to win
0: yeah indeed uh, non UFC fighter of the year jeez there was a lot of people who could have won this uh, Demetrius Johnson, uh, Johnny Eblen, who had a great year we had no and Magomedov, but then he failed a drug test so he doesn't uh, doesn't get a nomination Impa Kasangani Jesus Pinedov um, Mohamed Akhaledov Phil De Free Sovereign KSW had a great year um, you know Paranas would have been right up there but he lost at the weekend but Bartosinski definitely deserves a mention um, and Stan Fairtex as well but our winner the guy who we forna- forgot to <laughs> put
1: in uh, I mix. was searching I was like uh, <laughs> am I missing something here what's going on I was like Sean uh, I think uh, I got have vote for somebody who's not yeah. nominated here
0: this is definitely my bad anyway on this one but we, we retrieved it uh, and he got uh, he got almost he got almost all of the votes there was a vote for him because hanging out it there was a vote for Jesus Pinedo as well both of them deserved honestly both of them had fantastic years but you know patchy yeah. mix and,
1: uh, you know unreal. as you said Usman would have been Usman Nurmagomedov would have been nominated if he hadn't eaten those like you know um, those Mexican smarties.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a few Paracenemans, yeah, but, uh, what, but just on Mix again, though, like the um, the amount of improvements he has made over the last few years, but the, the two wins, stats, I, I think people need to realise how good of a fighter stats actually is, and realise that win is fucking phenomenal, and then beating Sergio Pettis as well, who's got... Yeah,
1: I think people need to actually realise how good Sergio Pettis is as yes. well, because people maybe see him as the, the kid brother who was kind of in the UFC too early, but how good he has looked recently you know over the last few years made himself like the champion nobody was saying he
0: destroyed Patricio
1: like you know yeah you know he looked phenomenal and then patchy mix is just you know I've been I've been hiring him for a while but he just keeps improving and keeps getting better at such a rapid level and he keeps finishing people he keeps looking phenomenal and you know he's a hard one to argue with in my opinion 100%
0: Uh, Event of the year then uh, We had a couple of votes For UFC 285 We had uh, one vote For KSW Coliseum I'll give you two guesses Who that was (laughs) And uh, the obvious winner Of this one Was UFC 290 Who got most of the votes Uh, Four sub one minute finishes Which is UFC record Volkanovski Masterclass in the main event Pantoja Moreno Which was a fight of the year Contender Robbie Lawler Retired a bone nickel with his massive KO. UFC 290 was one of the greatest events in UFC history. It was absolutely phenomenal. But uh, some of the other ones that were nominated, UFC 293, UFC Paris... Um, one fight night, 10 DJ versus Morice was a phenomenal card. KSW Coliseum, UFC 286, that was a London card with Leon and uh, Gaethje versus uh, Fiziev. 285 as well with Jones and Grasso titles, that was a big, big night. Shavkat versus Neil as well. So, um, yeah, some great cards this year, but UFC 290, I think by far away was, was the winner that one. Sometimes very hard to, to kind of uh go back and remember them but I think keeping the list this year really helped. Uh okay, last two awards, shocking moment of the year and I was kind of shocked by who won this. I I'll be honest. Um Sean Strickland dropping Israel Adesanya in shocking moment of the year. No, that was pretty shocking to be honest. Uh but I was sure it was going to be Francis Ngannou either getting released by the UFC or signing for the PFL. Uh yeah. a shocker moment of today. What what did you think?
1: Yeah, well like th- the, you know, the fact that the the UFC are just yeah, you know they're just not going to budge to the demands or the the contract uh the go or the contract stipulations that that francis wanted you know once once you find out all that information i think you know it, it makes perfect sense to, to me knowing like the day and end of U C brass that they that they would let him go instead of giving him what he wanted or close to what he wanted so yeah i think i think that's definitely um that definitely, you know, the the fact that kind of Francis went on and kind of explained what he was looking for, and he was kind of looking to make change in the whole UFC and we see from the antitrust and lawsuit and all this of how how like kind of cutthroat the UCR, um, and uh, yeah, I I went for I went for Strickland easy. I kind of I've already said the same kind of thing a couple of times or whatever, but to me it was just that was just the way he did it and how dominant he was, and the fact that he, Sean Strickland is the champion as well is <laughs> just yeah. is just
0: shocking, and I think. The, this award is called Shocking Moment of the Year as well Like what moment made you Jump off your couch More than Sean Strickland uh, Knocking down a sunny? I, I Honestly I don't think there's <laughs> I don't think there's another one this year I, I think as a shocking thing to happen I think Francis At the time as you said With hindsight maybe not as shocking But uh, yeah I, I, I think the Strickland one with, uh, Now thinking, thinking about it again I, I, It is a worthy winner. No doubt about it Some other things Um that Jesus Gutierrez won as well. You know the the fight being slapped, stopped, started, winning the decision. Uh, Ten PFL fighters popping for PEDs was pretty crazy as well. Um, O'Malley beating. Well, Sterling.
1: once once they, once word got round that they were testing,
0: <laughs> <it> probably <laughs> <Not read.
1: laughs> Ten is a lot though. Ten is a lot.
0: It is a lot. Um, and our final uh, vote of the year. Is the commentator of the year and the winner for the? Let me just let me just check there how many times he's won it before. Uh, for only the second time. Wow, that's surprising. But the second time uh, in the space of two years is John Anik. Um, again, a unanimous vote here. Uh, he, he, like. John Anik has a tough job, you know, with, uh, to, to navigate around um, uh, Cormier and Rogan certain, and all, other all of that. Yeah, um, but he does it so well. And I, I just think if anyone else was in that, like someone could replace Rogan, someone could replace Cormier, someone could replace Bisping or any of them but no one could replace John Anik, I don't think. I, I think it would be, and there's some very good guys out there like John, uh, John Gooden and Brad Wharton and others as well, Sean O'Connell, but I think John, John Anik is the voice of high-level mixed martial arts, and um, he is the winner. He is the commentator of the year, and it's you know what? It's it's very hard to see him not winning this award multiple times as we go, but yeah. there's some, some other great ones out there, just for a other. When I see you- Go on, go okay. on. You go, go, go. When
1: I see it, when I see it's not John, and I commentating, it's it's always disappointing yeah, in the UFC. And the way he's able to rein in, you know, some of the the nonsense that goes on around him and in the commentary boot, you know, saves you from throwing stuff at your TV sometimes.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. Look, I think Brad Warren is is always there thereabouts as well like he's he's won this award before and you know he would have been a awardy winner uh, as well this year but John Anker is just so phenomenal it's very tough Dan Hardy as well I, I'd love to see him do even more commentary he did a bit with Cage where PFL Sean O'Connor with PFL as well I'm a big fan of Mitch Chilson and one championship I think he's very good um, Paul Brown as well I have to give a shout out to Paul Brown he's done a lot on the Irish regional scene um, Anthony Pettus FC and in Brave as well so um, you know he's very good Dan Strauss and uh, I see uh, Ian O'Neill has nominated himself for the, the Irish National Championship <laughs> award so uh, shout out to Ian and the lads as well but um yeah that's it and those are our awards so um I, I'm, I'm very happy with the awards this year maybe we'll just quickly run through them again uh, for, for everyone, fighter of the year Isla Makhachev, fighter of the year Islam versus Volkanovski Submission of the year, Grasso over Shashinko. Knockout of the year, Drakar Close. Female fighter of the year, Nong Stamp Fairtex. Uh, underdog of the year, Sean Strickland. Ian Garry won our emerging prospect of the year and our Irish profiler of the year. Emerging Irish prospect of the year is FAI's Paddy McCarrie. Irish amateur fighter of the year is SBG Nace's Connor McCarthy. Irish female fighter of the year is Danny McCormack. Irish gym of the year is her gym of SBG Ireland. Coach of the year, Eric Nixik out of Extreme Couture. Upset of the year, Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya. Comeback of the year is The Lazy King, Abdullah Ab Durahimov, Nibar at Aries um, 11 in the fifth round. The worst fighter of the year is Knight versus Pratinja. Underdog, oh, sorry, underperformer of the year, Roberta Soldich. Uh, worst decision of the year, Shashinka Grasso. Non UFC fighter of the year is Patchy Mick. Uh, event of the year, UFC 290 shocking moment of the year, Strickland drops Izzy and commentator of the year is John Anik. Graham you happy with them? They're pretty good I'm very happy with all of them I must say now
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a a good year, as we mentioned it was a good few you know, outstanding moments and yeah, I think as I said at the very start, I think it was you know, there was probably a few more clear cut winners than usual, usually we're kind of, I'm kind of you know searching and thinking oh maybe this maybe that and there was a there was a couple of them as there always is but yeah i think uh i think hopefully anyway <laughs> we, we got them all right indeed
0: all right, everyone, we will leave it there. Um, shout out to our friends over at Caldera Lab. Shout out to our friends over at the MMA Trivia Championship. Check the link uh, in the bio to get both of them. Go to patreon.com forward slash SevereMA podcast as well if you want even more stuff. And shout out to all our friends over on Patreon this year for supporting us, for allowing us uh, to go and cover events and all that. We, we couldn't do it without you. And uh, hopefully, a few more people <laughs> will sign up as well. And we'll even uh, we'll put more into it next year and hopefully you will get more out of it because that's what we try to do each and every year have a fucking great year hope you had a great christmas uh stay safe uh happy new year merry christmas from myself graham and all the severe mma team we leave it there thank you all for listening we'll see you next week good luck